0: You're listening to the Drowning in Shallow podcast, where we explore rich and meaningful encouragement that doesn't try to put a bow on difficulty. I'm Janelle, a wife, mom, business owner, lover of hospitality, and fellow needer of encouragement. This is a safe place to engage one another in honestly identifying our emotions, naming our troubles, and finding hope that lasts, even when our circumstances don't change. Stop drowning in the shallow platitudes of life. It's time to jump in, grab a life raft, and learn to float in deep waters. Subscribe to my email encouragements at encouragedwithjanelle.com. If you're tired of messages about positive thinking or self-empowerment that ignore or suppress life's true difficulties or our authentic, limited humanity, you're in just the right place. I'm so glad to have you here. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in. Today I wanted to just throw some thoughts out there about this question and concept and idea that I've heard thrown around a lot um, and that I've thrown around a lot as well. This idea and question that we can have to others or others have of us of how do you do it? You know, how do you do all that you do? And I think there's a lot of different Uh, nuances to the ways that we ask that question and what we mean by it. I know different times I've asked it whether just internally to myself wondering how someone else does all that they're doing um, or have asked it out loud. I can even have different variances of what I mean. Sometimes I'm literally wondering how they keep up with their own life and other times I'm wondering how should I be doing more like you're doing more and I'm doing a comparison of what I see in the productivity of their life, um, the fruit of it, the, the tangibles, and what I see in my own life, and desiring more tangibles and more productivity uh, in my own life. So I just wanted to mention a couple things that I have identified in myself and in my own kind of um, assessment as I have explored this idea. Um, I was recently not quite so recently, rubbing shoulders with another um, wedding vendor in the industry who has a very, very successful business. And in the midst of being together, I learned a lot about what what it looked like for them on a day-to-day basis and what kinds of responsibilities they had and what it looked like to keep up and the different systems they had in place and those types of things. And as others asked them questions, I learned more um, as they answered about their values. I had assumed things that are values of mine, I had assumed they shared my same values. And so as I heard from them about their work schedule and about what this meant um, for them for date nights with their spouse or even for relationships um, free time leisure those types of things I started seeing that we have really different values in those areas and that was so helpful and releasing to me it it helped me understand better that like wow for the differing values that you and I have you know having having time where I'm not working is really is important to me. I think I do better work that, you know, how I'm wired. And I do think there's an element too of how the Lord designed us to need rest. And he even demonstrated that on, on the Sabbath, taking a rest, even though he is self-sufficient and self-sustaining and doesn't need rest. But that also can look different for different people. Of course, we're all wired differently. Um, but you know, thoughts about like eating preferences and, how people eat is a very—it's a very personal decision. Lots of preferences and even season of life um, nuances and things go into how we eat. But eating is such a big part of our life that if someone's making three meals a day from scratch, they will be investing a lot more time into their eating that someone else may not be. Who is then maybe producing other kinds of things? Um, working out is another one. I don't personally work out other than chasing my children around, um, but I know for a lot of people that's a that's a really important value, and it's a way that they can practice elements of self care. It's a way to release stress, um, and so that takes time and you know space in a calendar and you know, driving time there and back and those types of things. Um, Inner life, like just our thought life and our emotions, we're all wired so differently. And so for someone who's a really deep internal thinker and likes to mull over things and ponder and stew on new ideas, well, because of their personal wiring, that type of thing will take up more energy and space in their schedules and it doesn't necessarily produce something physical or tangible or visible. Uh, Another one is relational depth and breadth. Um, You know, how many people and then the depth of those relationships that we have. Those also take kind of unseen energy and our different values that we have. Some people can only, you know, have a certain depth with so many people. We all we all have our own capacities, I guess what I'm saying, um, and we need to be able to have freedom to have those capacities. Financial preferences is another one. Um, there have been, you know, and I, I think we all go through seasons in all of these different areas as well, but I know for myself there were times where um, I've been, you know, really heavily couponing and Searching deals and shopping at you know five different grocery stores in a week to try to get the best deal and sale and use the coupon, and then other times when the season of life I have really just allows me to make one grocery shopping trip a week. And so then the way that my finances are affected, my family's finances are affected uh, is different in those different seasons. So I think it's just helpful when we look at other people and we're asking how do you do what you do if we're if there's any amount of comparison um in our hearts that we're thinking maybe we should measure up more i think it's just helpful to reflect on those things it doesn't mean we can't learn from people of course we can there are so many life hacks that one another has that um you know thinking outside the box and doing things a different way is so so valuable um, other things i've thought of you know obstacles that we can be familiar with in our own lives that others don't have to overcome um, they have their own set of obstacles we all have obstacles it's one of the one of the um, great equalizers of being human. We all have obstacles they're just different and are we aware of our own obstacles? It's likely we're not aware of the person who we're looking at's obstacles. We only see the good. We only see the things that they're overcoming or um, the tangibles. And we can easily forget that they have struggles too. I think social media, especially in our culture and society now, can make it so easy for us to just even even if someone isn't only sharing the highlight reel of their life, it can be easy for us to see that just because it wouldn't be appropriate for us to just go on social media and bare our souls and um, on a regular basis. Of, of course, there's times and places for that, but um, yeah, I think of you know, different things like food allergies. Our son was diagnosed with peanut, milk, and egg allergies. And so that has radically changed my life in the kitchen and or even eating out. And um, I'm, as he's gotten older, I am becoming more and more aware of the obstacle that this really is. In the beginning, it wasn't that big of a deal because he was just eating, you know, pureed baby food anyways. Um, But now that he's eating solid food, I mean table food constantly and he's such a big eater, it is something that's on my mind on a regular basis and there are, you know, literally things that could make him seriously ill or could kill him that are, you know, around in our kitchen or that our daughter is snacking on and so we have our different rules and ways of keeping him safe Um, but that's something in my life I'm beginning to understand more of the impact that it's having. Um, difficult family. We all have different relationships with different sides of our families if we're married. And um, and I just think that there's, it can be so easy to think that there's kind of a standard normal that most people's family looks like XYZ. And I lived with six families in being an adult and I moved to Florida. And I can just tell you that there is not, not something that is just normal I mean there are so many variants and um, I think it can be because we're used to interacting with our own families I think it can be hard for us to remember that we have unique interactions and when we're looking at someone else and comparing our lives to them they don't face the same obstacles that we do they face different obstacles Um, and in some ways we do experience the same obstacles but I guess I'm just trying to highlight that I think in, when we do the comparing one to another, we really miss the individual um, and while we experience common things as humans, we experience them uniquely um, as well. Another area is having you know your work environment or your living environment if you live with roommates or, um, or maybe on your own, and that's really hard, or having a stressful boss. These are just, you know, dynamics that can be experienced on a regular basis that we might just kind of be used to, our own brand of obstacles that we're facing in any unique season. And I alluded to this earlier, but I really think capacity and um, our own wiring, the ways that God has made his imprint on us unique and individual. Um, our preferences, our our outlets. I think sometimes something that is um, relaxing and freeing and exciting for one person can be really overwhelming and daunting for another. That doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just means we're wired differently. Um, and there's no shame in that and I think that's something that we can celebrate and I've I've had this idea uh, picture in my head of like pie charts so if our whole life is a pie chart and all of these different values that I've mentioned are different colors so um, you know the amount of time or emotional energy or capacity mental energy whatever it takes to fulfill these different values that make up our pie chart so maybe um, you know, our inner life is in red, and then working out is in green, and eating is in blue, and all, you know, all these different things that make up our life. I think it's easy for us to kind of peek over at someone's pie chart and be like, oh my gosh, she has so much orange, like I should have more orange in my part pie chart. But the reality is that if you had more orange in your pie chart, then you couldn't have as much green as you have, and you really need that green because of what your spouse is going through right now, and they really, you know, this is a way that you can love and serve them by being more emotionally available, or whatever the case may be. I feel like there's so many different variants, but, um, you know, oh, but your, your child really needs this, or your roommate is going through this, or... Um, I just think it's so easy to look at an area that someone is doing more or has more or there's more something that's more easily produced or more tangible and we just desire more of that in our lives as opposed to looking at what is being produced in our lives, what God is at work at in all these different areas and that we're not the same as that other person. Obviously I know that there can be All analogies break down. So there are, you know, there's certainly room for setting goals and growing in different areas and acknowledging, hey, maybe I'm working out too much or maybe this is too much of a priority. But that's not the topic of what what I'm addressing right now. This is just to, to stir minds and get us thinking about how we are viewing productivity, how we're measuring it. It goes back to that idea of measuring responsibility versus faithfulness and what God has called each of us to. Um, I think it's, and I alluded to this earlier, but I think it's just so important that we see, we see all of the mess of our own lives and the closer we get with others, we can see their mess closer up. But often the people that we're comparing ourselves to, we minimize the mess that truly is in their lives. And, um, I just think that there would be so much more freedom that we would experience if we would embrace, I know I've experienced freedom when I've embraced my own limitations for certain seasons and not compared what my life is producing that is physically measurable um, with what I see other people's lives producing in measurable ways because there are so many immeasurable things that are of such value. Um, so anyways, that's just a little, maybe journal prompt or something to ponder or talk about with a friend, um, or share thoughts with a spouse, but I hope it's helpful. Thanks so much for joining us today on Drowning in Shallow. Go ahead and click that subscribe button so you don't miss an encouragement.